Welcome back to Take Us McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour, where we explore issues involving aging, disability, and unexpected illness. And in this episode, we're talking about residence rights. I'm Barbara McGinnis. Welcome back. So we are talking about residence rights today. And who do you turn to when you think your rights have been violated? Well, we have a representative from the Upper Cumberland Ombudsman Program an attorney, Marie Ferran. Welcome, Marie. Thank you. Um, just in case folks don't know, talk, talk to us a little bit about what is the Ombudsman Program. Well, the Ombudsman Program is an advocacy program for residents of long-term care facilities. Now, historically, an Ombudsman actually came from Swedish Parliament, was kind of a neutral third party. You know, you were talking a little bit earlier about, about yeah. that. And, um, but for our purposes, an Ombudsman is a resident-centered advocacy program. We are mandated to to um, try to reach resolution from the resident's perspective. So the, the ombudsman program, the long-term care ombudsman program is unique in that respect. Okay, so when you say mandated, mandated by who? Mandated by the federal government. Okay, mm -hmm. all right, so mm -hmm. since the federal government pretty much regulates the, f the industry. Yes. Provides yes. funds for the industry. Mm -hmm. and know, yeah. Then, and, and th then you're yes. going into the facilities, or you are going into the facilities. We are going into the facilities, we enter facilities um, in response to any complaints made by a resident or on behalf of a resident and, and conduct investigations. Uh, we make um, routine visits to the facilities on a quarterly basis, either the ombudsman themselves or through the VOR program, Volunteer Ombudsman Representative Program. And so every facility is visited on a quarterly basis just for routine visits. And then in addition, of course, you have the complaint visits. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between the ombudsman program and adult protective services? Good question. So um, our jurisdiction extends only to licensed um, long-term care facilities. Adult Protective Services is the state agency that is charged with um, investigating and protecting vulnerable adults um, from abuse, um, neglect, and exploitation. Wherever they are, right? Where, wherever they are, exactly. Okay. So does your jurisdiction sort of overlap? It or? certainly does. Um, anytime there is an allegation of abuse, um, a report is generated called 1215. And for any um, report that occurs in a long-term care facility, the ombudsman is notified. And then we often work with Adult Protective Services um, jointly to conduct our investigations and, and try and reach resolution. Mm -hmm. But like Adult Protective Services really does deal with ab abuse it complaints, but the ombudsman program, you could be dealing with all kinds of complaints and concerns that someone just couldn't get resolved in a facility on their own. Absolutely. I mean, it, it can be, uh, you know, I use this example probably ad nauseum, but, you know, let's say that you love hot coffee. Okay, and every morning when your coffee is served, it's tepid, it's lukewarm, you know, you, you can't even drink it. Well, it's not like you can probably hop up and run to McDonald's or get, you know, Starbucks and get that steaming hot cup of coffee. And so for someone who that's where they live and, and they, they have no one to turn to, that's an important issue. Now, we also deal with abuse. Obviously, abuse yeah. gets a quick turnaround between sure. one and three days if we get an abuse complaint. Mm -hmm. um, but, but every complaint deserves our time and attention and um, and so it can range from my coffee is is cold to you know someone hurt me right so that's like like the coffee thing which is not trivial no no it's not trivial I mean, because you know I mean you're exactly right is I mean that's a quality of life issue yes. and wherever you are mm -hmm. you know if you're in a licensed you know healthcare facility or, or wherever it is is that you're entitled to 
obviously one, a safe and secure environment. Right. Second is you're entitled to some quality of life. Exactly. You know, the be I'm going to assume that, like you would say, is the highest mac maximized quality of life. Exactly, and that's what federal law um, demands. Right, because you're paying a lot for this. Right. Or somebody is. Yes. You know, and so in return you get um, you get that. Yeah. So how do you resolve these complaints? Okay, well, the coffee is, yeah. you know, the food is poor. Mm -hmm. You know, it's clearly substandard or, or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, how do you resolve those? So of course we we go in and, and we start our investigation by talking to the resident because um, if the resident's able to to tell us yes mm -hmm. I want to move forward with this or I don't want to move forward with this because the the complaints don't always come directly from the residents. But once we have that that go ahead, then we're it's it's you know. If it's a food issue, we're going to uh, talk to nutrition services. Mm -hmm. um, if we don't get, you know, what we need from nutrition, we may go to the administrator. You know, you, you kind of need to find within the facility who has the power to resolve the situation or change what is happening. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a care complaint, you're going to talk to, you nursing. know, the nursing. Um, it, you know, so it, it just depends. But you're going to go in, you're going to conduct your investigation, uh, you know, interviews. Um, and and then try and reach a resolution that is um, that is satisfactory to the resident, and then we'll follow up. You know, especially yeah. uh, hopefully we have VORs in the facility, and we'll say, hey, go talk to Mrs. Smith and see if her coffee's better, or if the mm -hmm. if you know they've stopped serving what she doesn't like at breakfast. You know, right, mm -hmm. right. So. When you move from your home into assisted living or a nursing home, I think when we're talking about long-term care facilities, we, we think of it being either place. I think of it as being right. either place, but from a license, different. So when you move from your home into a, you don't give up your rights as a person. So we Absolutely. call them resident rights. Right. What, are, what are some of those rights? Well, I mean, gosh, let, let me just give you a list because okay. it's, <laughs> it's easier than um, the right to voice complaints without fear of reprisal, to be free from abuse, to have privacy, to participate in social, religious, and community activities, to participate in your own care, to make decisions, to be treated with dignity and respect, and to be free from discrimination. Now, can I add that uh -huh. most myth and and what mo a lot of elders believe when they enter a facility I don't have any rights I you know I, I've moved into this institutional type setting even if it's a really nice institutional type setting and I don't have any rights they've been checked at the door and that is so not mm -hmm. true yeah so but where do I'm sorry where oh, do those rights come from federal they, federal law and, and state, state law yeah and yeah. state law absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. So I was going to say they have the right to participate in their care, but including the right to refuse care. And this often becomes a, a, like a little bone of contention because sometimes family members think the facility is supposed to make them do what they need to do, and but the person is still a person and they Absolutely. have a right to refuse. Absolutely. At least once a week we'll get we'll get a call like that, and, right. and and or I'm her power of attorney and I'm telling them that she is going to take this medicine, but or, she doesn't want to, and or of course, take her shower. Take her shower or whatever it yeah. might be and the yeah. resident always trumps what mm -hmm. they say always trumps mm -hmm. yeah I think on the flip side of that sometimes I, I do think sometimes facilities use it as sort of an out and go ah, she said she didn't want to take her shower yeah well right but she d doesn't she's not clean she she needs her shower let's how do we present that in a way that we actually preserve her rights to refuse or direct and you know, make you sure know, that we yeah. find a lot of time we go and talk to the resident. They're not a morning person. 
They yeah. come, someone comes in at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. Yeah. or whatever and says, time to get your shower. Like, oh. you, you talk to me at 7 a.m. about a shower on a Saturday, you're going to get the same response. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, work, work with that resident and figure out if there's right. a different time or, or a different day or, you know, is So there's there a difference between it? like a therapeutic necessity yes. versus uh, just a preference. Of course, of course. Right. And yeah. you don't give up the right to make those preferences, to yeah. not get up when everybody else gets up, to eat breakfast at 10 rather than 7. You know. Okay, so my mom's in a facility and I'm concerned about something. So how, wh how do I start? Well, you know, if it's, yeah, if it's in a facility, then you're going to want to call the ombudsman. And, and I have that 800 number. And this will ring through. If you're calling from Nashville, it'll ring through to Nashville. Mm -hmm. So it'll ring through whatever district you're calling from. Right. And that number is 1-877-236-0013. Okay. And if, if you're in a facility, look for the ombudsman poster because poster it'll, tell, it'll tell you who there. your local yeah. ombudsman is and how yeah. you can reach them. I think we've got 30 seconds left. Okay. Okay, so we know there's a different ombudsman for each area. Yes, there's right? uh, nine development nine, districts. Nine, and there's mm -hmm. a volunteer, a whole, and obviously we're going to put your contact information up. I'm certain you welcome volunteers. We, w we love volunteers. If you're interested in volunteering, all you need to have is a heart and time and contact your local ombudsman and we will set you up with training. All right. Awesome. So great. Marie, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to take a break and when we come back we're going to be talking about residents rights in a community setting.